You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. So if you are looking to step your health game up, to avoid cancer, to avoid the chronic disease, then this is the place to be. Now today, I wanna really help you understand how to put more of the good stuff inside of your body so that you don't develop one of the biggest killers right now uh, in our country is a disease, which is cancer. And so today I wanna help you understand some of the, the 12 most powerful foods you can put into your body some of these things are things you might already be putting into your body, but maybe you're not putting enough of them in your body. And then some of them, you're just not even, they're not even on your radar and you need to start to get those into yourself. And this is not for people that are just going through cancer. These are for people like you and me who aren't diagnosed with cancer, but don't want to get that diagnosis in the first place. So these are going to help you fight off cancer on a daily basis. Most people don't realize that we have anywhere from 10,000 to 100,000 cancer cells in our body at any given time. When our body is able to naturally defend from that and be in a, in a homeostasis, then our body keeps that in check and it never develops into a disease process. But what happens is, is we have habits in our life that don't allow us to keep that homeostasis. Our body slowly starts to build that cancer up until eventually we get this diagnosis of cancer. And we see people every day that get diagnosed with stage two, stage three, stage four cancer that felt fine the day they got diagnosed. So we don't want to just put that to chance. Uh, cancer is a silent killer for a reason, that exact reason right there. I want you to better understand that and what you can do for yourself. And if you think these foods are just you know, hogwash, right? Food doesn't have that much to do with it. Your lifestyle is only 50-50. Uh, you are dead wrong. And so we got to understand this. Now, I've had people in my own life, just like I'm sure you have, that have been diagnosed with cancer. People that have probably died from cancer. You know, I've had close people in my life. I've had my own mother diagnosed with cancer, saw her go through that battle. Uh, my Second mother is what I call her, uh, who, you know, she was my best friend's mom, and, and we did a lot of things together as family, and, and you know, she passed away from brain cancer, and then, you know, just recently here, um, just a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, my grandma passed away from the fight of cancer, and this was her second round uh, with cancer. You know, the first time they said, hey, cancer-free, right? She went through the chemo, through the radiation, came out, you know, they said she was cancer-free, but guess what? A few years down the road, diagnosed with cancer again. This time, her body was weakened from that first round of chemo and radiation, so here we go again, and, and guess what? Her body couldn't fight it. You know, we can't keep doing um, the same thing over and over again expecting a different result. 
the chemo, the radiation, those things are, are tough on our bodies. Uh, they're basically killing our bodies, hoping that it kills the cancer before it kills us. And the devastating effects afterwards are what lead people to a really poor quality of life after that. And so the survival, uh, man, there's there's a really skewed number there when it comes to science and, and research there because it's just it's not what it appears to be on the surface. But with my grandma, for instance, you know, she would read a lot and, and, and educate herself to a certain degree, but would always just go back to the same habits. And there were a lot of things she didn't want to try or didn't want to do that were natural and uh, was really had a lot of faith in those doctors in that conventional route. And, and not that those doctors are bad, but they, a lot of times, you know, they're just not looking outside the box. You know, they're not looking for those things that we can really do. They're, they're only looking at the chemo and radiation if that's what they were trained in. And I'm here to tell you, folks, that there's a better way that you can, you know, number one, prevent the cancer in the first place, which is really what I wanted to focus on for you today. But also, if you're, if you're going down that road and you're, you're going through that battle, then there's things you can do right now that you can totally reverse that cancer from not even touching a chemo pill and not even being exposed to that radiation. So we got to understand that. And that's gets, that gets frustrating for people that are in those families that maybe want you to do something different, right? Cause they, maybe they know a better way or maybe they think they know a better way, whatever it is. And you know, if we're not open to that, um, we're just going to have a lot of heartache in our life. And you know, that's one of the things I think my, my mom was really frustrated with, with my grandma was, you know, my mom was trying to get her to, to do these other natural things and, and to steer away from that chemo and radiation. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's that person's life and and they get to choose what they want to do. And we do have to respect that. Uh, we should never force anyone to do anything they don't want to. Uh, but at the same time, just being open and honest about really what's going on and what those other things are doing to our body is, is key to understand. And so, you know, towards the end there, my, my grandma was just in so much pain because, you know, the chemo and radiation and chemo radiation finally just said, you know what, you can't do anything more for you. But at that point, it was really just too late. And, uh, you, know, you know, God rest her soul. But, man, you know, maybe she could have had a few more years if she would have done a different route or, you know, and, and really what the research shows is that if my grandma would have done nothing at all, like done no cancer-killing treatments, so they say cancer killing, right? Like the chemo and radiation, she more than likely would have lived multiple years longer. But here's the key with the quality of life. Because the quality of life she had over the last year to two years was pretty poor. With all the stuff that she was going through, and she was not able to enjoy life at all. She wasn't able to go out and do the camping and, and the RV that her and my grandpa liked to do. They weren't able to enjoy a lot of time with family like they usually um, would do. And so, you know, I don't want to see anyone have to just spend their, their last years just in a poor quality of life, hurting and and just not enjoying life to the fullest. And, I mean, she didn't even have any taste. She couldn't even taste food. Can you imagine that? Not even be able to have any taste for the last year of your life. Uh, I mean, I love food. I don't know about you guys, but I love food. I love the good kind of food. So let's talk about that today. Let's talk about some of those great foods that are actually going to help kill cancer. So I'm going to talk about the, the top 12 cancer fighting foods that you should really eat every day. So the fact is, you know, cancer is, is a worldwide health problem. It's more prevalent in the United States than probably anywhere else in the world. More than a million people in the United States alone just get cancer each year. And, you know, there's over 
560,000 deaths uh, projected every year in the United States from cancer. And a lot of times, the main reason for such a high mortality rate from cancer is due to the abnormal behaviors of certain cells, which eventually result in the cancer cell progression and the, and the tumor growth and the metastasis, which basically chokes off the life and the rest of your body. It's not actually that cancer cells that kill you. It's, it's the effects from that the, and the stress it puts on your body. So are you really eating enough cancer-fighting foods every day? You know, many cancer survivors have been fortunate enough to use a combination of natural cancer treatments that they're able to do at home. You know, sometimes they do that in conjunction with other conventional medical treatments in order to overcome the, the disease. But a lot of times, you know, a, a multiple faceted approach to help the body heal is sometimes, you know, a very long and a very difficult road. But, you know, today we can give you some combinations that will really help just boost your immune system, help you fight that cancer. Studies suggest that 30% to 40% of all kinds of cancers can be prevented with a healthy lifestyle and dietary measures. Now, you know, other sources claim it's much higher than that. And I tend to agree with those other sources because the fact is, is God put us on this earth with these plants, with this natural lifestyle uh, to combat disease. And so those projections are upwards of 75% or more. Okay. Now, so now this is key. Now there's other ways to help your body fight off cancer and, and prevent cancer. Obviously a healing diet is, is huge, but also just being able to decrease the stress practices of, of healing prayer, um, all these things that help empower you a long way while you're going through that struggle. So let's help you understand that the, the root of all causes is inflammation. And, and if we don't get the cell well, um, we can't get well. And most people don't realize that there are so many other factors that play into your body healing, but this is a, a huge component of that. And there's a lot of things that it, that will inflame our body as well, which we can talk about here in a second. But let's get into some of these cancer fighting foods. So number one is green leafy vegetables. So green leafy vegetables are like the cornerstone for any healthy diet. I don't care what kind of diet you're doing. You're doing the, the, you know, the old school paleo, you're doing the keto, you're doing the, um, zone. It doesn't matter. Like green leafy vegetables are going to be a part of that. It doesn't matter since the beginning of time, they're exceptionally rich in vitamins and minerals, antioxidants and enzymes, yet very low in calories fats, and even um, sodium and other toxins. But here's the deal. Green leafy vegetables of all kinds, like spinach, kale, collard greens, romaine, arugula, water, watercress, you name it, are all rich in antioxidants known to combat cancer. Now, they even include vitamin C and beta carotene, which are awesome. They have a lot of benefits. Uh, but these things are great because they also contain antibacterial and antiviral properties and they will have these properties will actually inactivate carcinogens. And they'll actually reprogram the cancer cells to die off, which will prevent tumor formation and metastasis. So these are just powerhouses that will break down chemicals in the body that are creating cancer. Your body is easily able to digest these foods too, which is really important because your body is working overtime as, as it is when your body is continually trying to fight off cancer. Now, here's the deal. Really simply, to do this, you could just add a handful of, of leafy greens to your lunch and dinner to increase that nutrient intake. But to make it simpler, um, you can just put it in a smoothie, right? Just 
put some spinach in with your frozen berries, good proteins and good fats, blend that puppy up, and it's amazing. Power-packed, cancer-fighting food right there to start your day, lunch, dinner. It doesn't even matter. Just get it in, in your body. Now, you can do other things too, like try juicing uh, as well. Now, juicing, it's going to be tougher. It's, it's not an easy thing to, to juice and do that stuff um, and to keep on top of that. But, hey, desperate times call for some desperate measures and doing some more advanced things. And I consider vegetable juicing an advanced thing because it's not something that's it's easy to put into your routine every day, but it can definitely be done. And these are very easy to digest. You can make them at home. Things like the, the Garrison Diet Meal Plan even advises cancer patients to drink uh, 13 glasses of freshly prepared juice daily. So you can do it. You say, oh, Dr. Chris, that's so expensive. Hey, if you're going through cancer, it's a it's a drop in the bucket compared to what that's going to create in your body if you let that go on. Now, we look at number two. Uh, we look at the cruciferous vegetables. So these are known to be just powerhouses, very powerful cancer killers, and some of the best sources of vitamin C that's available. Now, these also can contain a really important chemical that we produce in our own body. So it's a good chemical because it's made in the body. Um, it's known as glutathione. But this is like the master antioxidant is what it's known for. And it, because it has very high free radical scavenging ability, it's like it goes around your body and it just picks up all the the, the free radicals and, and just digests those and outputs it as just waste. It's not harmful to your body. But nearly every member of the cruciferous vegetable family, domain, whatever you want to call it, has this nutrient-rich sources of phytochemicals, um, these things called um, isothiocyanates. But big word, but basically what it means is it kicks cancer's butt. So things like cabbage and broccoli, these are really known as cruciferous vegetables, cauliflower, um, these are awesome. They, what they basically end up doing too is they they stimulate the detoxifying enzymes um, that protect the structure of your DNA. So your DNA doesn't morph into a, a cancer uh, cell. Now you can add these, the, bro- the broccoli, the cauliflower, the cabbage, even Brussels sprouts um, to uh, basically plant-based meals every day. So veggies... You can saute them, you can put them in soups, stir fries, you can dip them in hummus, you name it, but just try to give them in your body. My wife just, man, she will just mow through these things daily. Um, that's why I say she's going to live longer than me because she even gets more of these things in than I do, which I'm okay with that. Like, you know, I, I want my wife to live a healthier life than even me. And if, if I can help her accomplish that, then hey, more power to her, right? I, I, I mean, it's just huge. You know, you always want the people you love most in your life to, to live longer than you do and have more abundance than you do. At least that's that's my take on things. So, again, these are other things you can use too um, that have beneficial effects like that. Include onions, zucchini, asparagus, artichokes, peppers, carrots, even beets. But let's get into the fruit. This is everyone's here. Like, oh, what can I have fruit? It has a lot of sugar in it. Well, here's the deal. Berries are awesome. Now, in the scoring of antioxidants, berries are some of the highest. They're the high of the high, uh, making them some of the top um, antioxidant foods in the world. I love blueberries. Blueberries are one of my favorites, the raspberries. Even cherries, strawberries, goji berries, um, all are great sources. Basically, any type of berry. I really love blueberries. I put them in my smoothie every single day. Um, so those are, those are awesome. But here's the deal. They also have high levels of vitamin C, vitamin A, um, gallic acid, 
uh, and powerful antifungal and antiviral properties and agents in there that will increase your immunity. And so these these antioxidants are cool, and they have a lot of other properties. You know, they're known to have anti-aging properties. In several animal studies, they really lower the, the free radical damage. So the, the less free radicals you have in your body equals the less aging process. So it'll actually help slow down the aging process. Who wants to do that? You should have two hands up for that. Now, you can get to more exotic berries that maybe aren't normal around your area. So there's things like the goji berries or the uh, camu camu berry. But they've been used in traditional Chinese medicine since around uh, 200 BC to increase immunity and energy. So you can look for those in powder form or even dry form, just finding those in health food stores and even online. You can get add those to your smoothies if you want. And then we look at number four, which are like brightly colored veggies. So these are your brightly colored orange fruits and veggies, citrus, fruits, squash, sweet potatoes, etc. That color orange really is powerful in fighting cancer. So different colored pigment foods have a lot of different properties. Um, they're beaming with just different phytochemicals, which help fight off cancer and those and those free radicals. So this is exactly the reason why you want to eat a rainbow of foods, rainbow of color. All right. Now, when we look at things, there are different fruits and veggies. I mean, there's the sweet potatoes, the berries, the pumpkins, squashes. These are all great, but they're very they're all researched to have very high levels of beta carotene, which is an essential nutrient for your immune functioning but also for detoxification, your liver health, um, fighting cancers of the skin, eyes, and organs. So the two nutrients that give these foods, they're like signature dark cues, include something called um, lutein and um, zeaxanthin. And so these are shown to be prevalent in a lot of these foods. They help with a lot of different, um, actually a lot of different harmful things that happen in your body, but it's all about the wavelength. And so these are awesome. These are, you know, sometimes these maybe have higher carbohydrates, but those, these are a, a different type of complex hard hydrate too, or carbohydrate, which will really just help your body be, be abundant, be the, the cancer fighter that you want it to be. So you just want to be careful about, you know, your intake of a lot of higher glycemic foods as well. But again, that's why you're eating the rainbow. These are awesome. Number five, Fresh herbs and spices. Again, high on that um, antioxidant score. Turmeric is an awesome one. Contains the active ingredient uh, curcumin, which is shown to decrease tumor size, fight colon cancer, breast cancer. Um, It's actually activated when you combine it with black pepper. So it enhances that, that, uh, that fight on the inflammation in your body. So you could aim for, try to aim for getting one teaspoon of turmeric powder and a quarter teaspoon of black pepper, um, or more, but do that daily. Which you can use that, and you can do that in a drink. You can mix it with a little water. I mean, you can do what you want, but um, you can even mix it with eggs or veggie stir fry. You can also take curcumin supplements. Um, you want to aim for like if you're doing the curcumin supplements, aim for at least a thousand milligrams daily, just as prevention. Um, but then you can combine these with other herbs too. I mean, there's raw garlic, ginger, cayenne pepper, oregano, basil, parsley, just a lot of these things are great. You can use them in your in your dressings. You can use them in your smoothies. You can use them in your recipes. Just try to get as much of these in your body as you can. Freshest is best, too. If you can always do that, it's always going to be a better outcome. And then we look at number six, which is organic meats. 
you know, this is huge. Um, these are extremely high in vitamin B12. They have uh, their animal proteins and minerals that will help cleanse the liver. Um, you don't want to have meats be a huge part of your diet still because it is tougher to digest. But again, have some really good cancer-fighting properties. Now, things we do want to stay away from, which I'm sure you're probably okay with at this point, but just remember, the sugar, the refined oils, the refined carbs, the conventional dairy, and the farm-raised meats as opposed to like the pasture free-range meats. Now, we look at number seven. We look at dairy because dairy can be good, but this is cultured dairy. These are organic, raw sources of dairy. They have good bacteria, probiotics, microorganisms, um, enzymes that will help support your gut health. And so there's no surprise at all that probiotic foods and supplementation can stop tumor growth and help the cells renew just because of how it affects your immune system. So raw milk products such as cheese, kefir, and yogurt can be good sources. Um, you can get into other forms of stuff. There's like things like the Budwig diet for cancer protocol. You can get into that more. Um, we're not going to get into that much. But you can increase things like um, your probiotic intake with raw cultured dairy um, and vegetables like kimchi, sauerkraut, coconut kefir, kombucha, or natto. Uh, I always forget how you say that, whether it's NATO, NATO. Anyways, look it up. <laughs> You'll figure it out. And then um, we look at number eight, nuts and seeds. So I love the chia seeds. The flax seeds are really great. They're really a dense nutrient. They provide a lot of fiber. The omega-3 fatty acids. Hemp seeds are really great as well. The sunflower seeds, almonds, walnuts. But it's best if you can find these seeds sprouted. And you can look up, uh, you know, online how to sprout your seeds. It's really simple, but again, these are just have a huge amount of health benefits, and you really want to try to get those in, you know, on a daily basis as well. Snacks work great for that. Number nine, healthy unrefined oils. So I like things like our coconut oil. These are great. Flaxseed oil can be good too. You just don't want to cook with that. Um, even olive oil, again, don't want to cook with that either. But one of my favorites that, that I'm that we're seeing a lot more research on and see a lot more people be able to use now, just because you can get access to it a little bit easier now, is what's called um, SCT oil. So it's short, train, short chain triglycerides, and it's really helpful in helping repair your digestive system. Very much an antioxidant, uh, really just helps repair your cells. And, I mean, this can be huge. And if you can get like a tablespoon of that a day, you can cook with it, you can put it in your coffee, you name it, but it's awesome, but great benefits. Um, and then also we look at number 10, which are mushrooms. So these have a lot of different benefits. Not only do they taste amazing, um, but they've been around for years, and people have been using these um, in cultures to fight off cancer for centuries. Uh, reishi mushrooms, mataki, um, um, there's... Uh, cordyceps, there's a lot of different types of, those are like some of the big power ones you think about that help with immune function and cell regeneration. So you can you can do different capsules or tincture forms or cook with them, but just try to get them in your, your body as much as you can. And then traditional teas. These are great. I mean, these help with cell proliferation, like your healthy cells, angiogenesis, which basically helps your, your blood supply. Um, it helps basically kill off cells, but I mean, you can use green teas or a great one. There's lots of different teas you can use. But that's probably the, the most popular one. I mean, different, um, um, camelina teas or camellia teas, I should say. Um, the, there's the matcha green tea also, but these are just, these have, you know, 25 to a hundred times more effective antioxidants than even 
um, vitamin C, and vitamin E. So these are great. And then we look at number 12, which is wild-caught fish. Now, according to like a study in 2004, um, this is that this is huge. That higher fish consumption is another favorable diet indicator for better immune function. So, again, you want to be careful with the bigger fish because they can have you know the higher levels of mercury and those heavy metals. But the wild caught fish, like salmon, is great. The sardines, high in omega three foods or omega three um, fatty acids great for repairing your cells, great for decreasing inflammation, um, great for reducing symptoms if you are going through things like the chemotherapy as well. Um, but just really reducing that toxic load in your body is huge. So, you know, there's other things you can do too. There's other natural remedies to help yourself supplement wise. Um, you know, studies have shown that people consume more selenium, folic acid, B12, vitamin D, chlorophyll, all great um, disease protectors, digestive enzymes, pancreatic enzymes, other superfoods, spirulina, rococoa. I mean, there's a ton of stuff you can do out there, but just get a game plan. Put it together, the essential oils, frankincense, you name it. Just get a game plan. Start to put these 12 foods into your diet as much as you can on a consistent basis, and you will give yourself the best chance to avoid that cancer, have an abundant life, and enjoy life like it was meant. So remember, your body needs no help healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.